Good day everyone. This is Pastor Tom of New Life Santa Rosa. I would like to let you know that we are so blessed that you take some time to listen to the series of teaching of the Word of God. We pray that this will bless you and that this will make a difference in your life. I mean, we all should be excited coming here, especially when we are talking about, I mean, being blessed by God financially. So you mean to say, Pastor Tom, kada, excited kami kada punta dito kada umaga dahil mayroong namimigay? Well, mayroong nagbibigay. Walang namimigay. May nagbibigay. Okay, praise the Lord. Yesterday, ay tinignan natin ang definition ng prosperity. Kasi kung titingnan natin ang Biblia from Genesis down to Revelation, I mean, kaya nga nagugulat ako, why people are against prosperity gospel? I, I just, I mean, hindi ko ma-imagine kung bakit. Because if this, your, if this is your textbook sa yung messages, sa yung sermon, sa yung preaching, I don't think that you can speak against this. Well, of course, of course, if you can speak against this as a preacher, why would the world not speak against this? I just, I mean, of course, I don't know, I don't know the reason why people would come, would come, would come against, I mean, we'll really, I mean, later on we'll find out why do people speak against prosperity gospel. I mean, there are, because there are actually several reasons why. But looking at the definition of the word prosperity, we looked at Hebrew and we look at Greek, which is, the entire Bible speaks about it. I mean, I don't, we don't have to go to all those Greek, Hebrew words and Greek words, but kuhanin na lamang natin ang mga ibig sabihin noon. The Hebrew word that were given to us, I mean, pag sinabing prosperity, it means good, it means pleasant, it means agreeable, it means excellent, it means rich, it's, it means valuable in estimation, it means appropriate, it's, it means becoming, it's mean, it means better, it means glad, it means happy, it means welfare, it means happiness, it means good things, it means bounty. And then of course another word, another Hebrew word means to advance, to prosper, to make progress, to succeed, and be profitable. Now, if somebody would say, oh, but Pastor Tom, those are Old Testament, Hebrew, Old Testament. But in Greek word, we found the word that ang ibig sabihin is to grant a prosperous and expeditious journey. To lead by a direct and easy way. To grant a successful issue. To cause to prosper or be successful. It also means to be well off. Wow, I like it, I like it, I like it. I mean, every child of God should be well off. Oh, but Pastor Tom, maybe spiritually we are. Well, we're going to discuss that you are not just to be well off spiritually. As a matter of fact, your, spiritual, your, your being spiritual well off would not mean anything not until it, ito makita in the realm of the natural. Because people won't see it. People won't know it. People won't discern it. So it means to be well off. It means fare well. It's not, it's not, it, it's not fare well. It's fare well. It means acting well. Or it is also translated as doing good. Pag sinabing, how, pag tinanong ka, how are you? And you say doing good, that means 
You're not just doing good in your walk with God, but you're doing good in every area of your life. Now, let's go to the threefold blessing na mayroon tayo kay Kristo, which that's why I believe we, we all should believe that we are well off. But then again, I mean, ang pinaka-importante kasi sa subject ng prosperity is not just the prosperity itself. Because we mentioned yesterday, prosperity is not the end itself. It's just a process. It's just a means to an end. So ang pinaka-importante dito sa subject, which I believe this is the reason why people could attack prosperity gospel or prosperity preacher, is because we can, we can literally talk so much about money and makaligtaan yung purpose, which is more important. The purpose, why God wants us to prosper, is more important than prosperity itself. Kaya nga, I mean, I don't think that the Lord had mandated me to raise a hundred multi-millionaires in the church if these millionaires would ay magiging parehas lamang ng mga multi-millionaires sa mundo na sa gitna ng kanilang tagumpay sa kapirahan ay kalilimutan nila si Lord or kalilimutan nila ang church or kalilimutan nila ang taong nagturo sa kanila How many of you know that the Bible speaks about you should never neglect, you should never forget the one who had taught you. I mean, Galatians, sabi ni Apostle Pablo, he mentioned that, naalalahanin mo. Well, Pastor Tom, mga instrumento lang sila. God could have used somebody else, but not, I mean, could have, it could have not been him or her. But, nangyari na, it was him or her. Sabi sa Galatians chapter 6 verse 6 it says let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches I mean what does it mean Does it mean ba na after you have been taught then you can go ahead and you have learned so many things from somebody who had taught you and then you can go ahead and fight argue create some strife with the one who had taught you I mean, I mean, sometimes it's, of course, mas malaki ang pananagutan ng nagtuturo kaysa tinuturuan. Diba, sabi ni James? Kaya nga hindi tayo dapat na magpadalos-dalos na dahil magandang tingnan na ikaw ay nandito sa harapan, magandang tingnan na ikaw ay napapakinggan, magandang tingnan na ikaw ay nakikita dahil nandito ka sa harapan at may hawak ang microphone. Pero ang sabi ng Biblia, I mean, you, you will have a stricter judgment. But I'm not afraid of being judged strictly compared to those tinuturuan ko because I believe kung ang tinuturuan ko naman would not receive what is being taught or may receive what is being taught and then later on I will turn out to become I mean some, something else. I believe each one of us really will have to, to face the Lord. I mean, we'll give an account. We'll give an account to everyone to whatever we have done with, I mean, the Word of God says to whom much is given, much, much is required. How many of you know that not all churches in the country is talking about what we're talking? I mean, there are churches who are supposedly rich, rich churches, but would not even talk about what we're talking 
I mean, I'm not saying that we are somebody, in, we're anything special than them. I mean, we're just doing what we're supposed to do. We're just teaching what we're supposed to teach. But, I mean, we, should, we, should, we all should feel blessed that we get to sit under a ministry where the, the full gospel, the full counsel of God is being taught. And nothing is being hidden. Walang, walang cover up, cover up. We just speak what we needed to speak. We just teach what we needed to teach. And with that, I mean, that means God is entrusting us with much. And because God is entrusting us with much, that means much is required of us. Ano sabi ni Spidey? With great power comes great responsibility. I mean, I believe we have given so much power. I preached last Sunday in Kalamba. I mean, I could not imagine I have said what I said last Sunday in Kalamba. I've never have said it here. And when I said it, I, was, I said it as if parang, parang si Jesus ang nagsasalita because it was in red. I said it in red. I mean, I turned red when I said it. I said, I mean, the church, we the church, we have the greatest force and the greatest power on earth. No COVID, no, no nothing. No government power, no business power, no nothing. And I did not say it ng malumanay. I said it strongly. I said it loudly. And when, after I said it, I said, what, what have I done? What, why did I say it? But later on, I realized, yun ang katotohanan. Can you imagine what is within you is the one who rose Jesus from the dead? I mean, the Holy Spirit. He does not only have the power to heal. He had the power to make you become successful in every way. He has the power to bring prosperity into your life. Not just in some very important way that you thought, but in every way. And it is actually part in the threefold blessing that God has given us through Jesus Christ. Turn your Bibles with me. Punta tayo sa Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. Dahil ang dahilan kung bakit pwede tayong maniwala that we're going to harvest the greatest harvest of finances that we personally and collectively as a church have never had the kind of finances in our hand. I mean in our hand, not, not just in our imagination. How big can you imagine? What figure do you have in your mind right now? You might have nine digits in your mind right now. But the Bible says our God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond what we could imagine. I mean, of course, too many times we are limited but why, by, by what we have in our mind. And we thought it's, it's big enough. And really, it's not big as far as God is concerned. 
Oh, but Pastor Tommy, if, I, if I'll be thinking about a nine-digit, you might say I'm, I'm too materialistic. Sobra kong napaka-materialistic. Well, listen to me. The gospel is free. But in order for the gospel to spread, it takes lots of money. I mean, we bought how many boxes of Bibles? It was not given to us for free. My friend, I mean, after 40 years in ministry, had published their own Bible. And you know how much their Bible cost? Thick Bible. It cost $500. How much is that in pesos? I mean, that's 25,000 pesos. I never had thought that there, there will come a time that a Bible would cost like that. I mean, you need money. That's why when people say, oh, the problem is the church, they always talk about money. But this, people who are attacking and coming against churches who are talking about money are actually working so hard to make money. <laughs> they will skip church because they are working to make money. They will skip church because they are working to make money. And then they would attack the people who are talking about money inside the church. I mean, kahit gaano sa palagay natin yung figure na nasa ating isipan, how many of you know that God could still do more? But that is in line with what God has done, not what you are going to do. Or what you have done. Or what degree? I mean, you might have a business degree, you might have an entrepreneurial degree, you might have whatever degree, but that has nothing to do with what God is, has done concerning you prospering and getting the greatest amount of money into your hand, into your account. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, so that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive this, the promise of the Spirit through faith. Christ has redeemed us from the curse. Now, this bears repeating, and it does not matter how many times you've heard this, but I mean, this has to be repeated over and over again. That curse, I may run threefold on curse, na effect sa buhay ng tao. First, na effect ng curse is we died spiritually. We got lost. Nawala tayo. Naputo lang ating relasyon sa Panginoon. Kaya wala tayong kahit anong pwedeng gawin that will make us prosperous. That's why I don't believe that sinners are the truly prosperous people on earth. But, 
Hindi natin pwedeng sabihin na they are not truly prosperous because they only have the money but they have Jesus. At tayo, we have Jesus but we don't have the money. I believe we are going to say yung, pinaka, yung truly prosperous person is that he is prospering in every realm. Spiritual realm, soulish realm, physical realm. And that is, yun, yun ang gusto ng Panginoon na mangyari sa church. Because He provided everything sa, sa lahat ng aspeto, sa lahat, lahat ng realm na ito, ay mayroong provision ang Panginoon na blessing. At dahil nandoon yung blessing, then that means nandoon yung mga blessings. So we died spiritually. We got disconnected with the source of life. With God, we got disconnected with the source of all supply, all prosperity, all success. We've got disconnected. And so no matter what you do, I mean, maaring umusad ka kaysa ibang tao kahit kung ikaw ay unbeliever, but still, it's not, it's not prosperity because alam natin, ang prosperity ay hindi lamang financially. Ang prosperity can only be real prosperity if it begins spiritually. And the reason why that is true prosperity when you begin in, in spiritual prosperity because it does not matter how prosperous you are financially and materially, nothing of what you have you're going to take with you. So that's not prosperity. Paano maging prosperity ng lahat ng mayroon ka ay iiwan mo lang, hindi mo madadala. I mean, anong silbi? That's what the Bible says. What does it profit a man? If he shall gain the whole world, but lose his own soul. I mean, a spiritually dead man may be able to work harder than Christians. A spiritually dead man may be more intelligent than Christians. A spiritually dead man can make, I mean, maaring Kung mag-isip ay kakaiba sa pag-iisip ng mga Kristiyano, but I don't believe na pwede nilang makamit at marating yung tunay na prosperity kung hindi sila maborn again. But on the other hand, many are born again that are saying they are rich. It does not matter if they don't have the money. It does not matter kung sila ay naghihirap, naghihikahos sa lahat, nagdarahop, Wala silang pakailam, basang ang mahalaga ay pagdating sa kabilang buhay, sila ay mayaman. I don't necessarily be, I mean, totoo po yung, totoo po yung sinabi, yung binanggit natin sa Luke chapter 16 yesterday. Kung hindi ka mapagkakatiwalaan sa material ng mga bagay, bakit kahit pagkakatiwalaan sa spiritual ng bagay, which are, I mean, true, true riches are spiritual things. I mean, kung baliwala sa'yo ang kapirahan, bakit, bakit pagkakatiwala sa'yo, ang yaman ng Panginoon na masigit pa kaysa kapirahan. I believe many people will go to, of course, at least nakarating sila ng langit, but then they will cry. Of course, of course dahil nandun ka sa langit, kahit man kung umiyak ka, okay pa rin dahil the Bible says He will wipe away all your tears. But I don't want to step into heaven crying. I don't want to step into heaven with regrets. I want to step into heaven just as much as I'm rejoicing being here on earth, 
I would step into heaven in the same way or if ever, kumbaga, tataasan ko lang yung nuts. Palalakasin ko lang. But I will not enter into heaven and said, Hallelujah, praise the Lord, nakarating din. I mean, barely making it. I mean, I'm going to enter my way into heaven rejoicing because I was blessed and I am blessed on earth just I, w- I will be blessed in heaven. I mean, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that's why I don't have to wait for my prosperity when I get to heaven. I have to have my prosperity right here. Now, I won't be able to take anything with me, but because to me, the purpose of prosperity is more important, that means I'll be fine. I'll be okay. I will not be in trouble. And then the second effect on curse, of course, curse came, I mean, our God is not the God of curse, our God is the God of blessing, so curse does not come from God, it comes from the devil. At ang pangalawang impact ng sin that brought about curse, I, I mean, we get sick. Tayo nagkasakit. I mean, our bodies, all kinds of sickness. I mean, kung ano-anong klase yung sakit. I mean, magkano, magkano, ilan ba yung napanggit ko that I've heard from another preacher? Kung ilang klase mga sakit at karamdaman sa buong mundo? Did I say 3,000 or 12,000? I mean, it does not matter how many kinds of sickness and disease. Every one of those, I mayroong katapat na healing even before the person got sick. Can you imagine? Kung alam mo na na mayroon ng provision na healing ang Panginoon sa kahit anong sakit at karamdaman na pwedeng dumapo sa katawan mo, would you still see, would you still say stay sick? Or would you still embrace or accept that offer of sickness and disease into your body? Or would you say, hey, no, 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 no. I'm already healed. I refuse to be sick. I refuse to stay sick. In the name of Jesus. If you know how much has been offered by Jesus himself, if you know how much he had suffered, I mean, some, I mean make some time this week. Go back to Isaiah 53 and read, read the entire chapter. And find out for yourself how much he had suffered. Because yung pinakamatindi, yung pinakagross na pagsasapilikula ng crucifixion ni Christ ay yung ginawa ni Mel Gibson. As a matter of fact, of course, ipinalab- bago yun ipinalabas sa publiko, maraming mga nag-react, take this out, take, take this down, take this because it was so gross. I mean, manunood ka na lamang, paano ka pa makakapanood, nakakapandidiri ka sa pinanunood mo. So, tinanggal nila yung mga malapit sa katotohanan. Pero, can you imagine kung actual na ikaw? Which I believe, ang actual na makikita mo sa scriptures on how much Christ had suffered so that you do not have to be sick or you should never stay sick is Isaiah chapter 53. I mean, ask God, why, why is this has to happen to Jesus? Tanungin mo, Panginoon, bakit pinayagan mo? O Diyos, Ama, bakit mo pinayagan ito danasin ng aking Panginoong Jesus? Why does, why does He have to go through it? And I believe you will only hear one thing from God. If the Lord will tell you, 
Because sometimes the Lord will not tell you because the answer is right there in the scripture. And you will wait for God to tell you, but you don't open your Bible. And I believe the Lord will only tell us one thing. He would say he had gone through it no matter how gross, how hard the suffering he had gone through. was. It was all because of you. I mean, I believe God will personalize it. He would not even talk about, about your nation. He would not even talk about the world. I believe the Lord will say, He had gone through it because of you. Spiritual death is part of the curse. Sickness and disease is part of the curse. And then the third part of the curse is poverty. Lack, scarcity, kahirapan, kawalan, salat, palaging kulang, palaging kapus. And that's why I believe that we really have yet to experience El Shaddai. For now, we may only know El Shaddai in our heart and in our head. But not in our pockets yet. But not in real life yet. Now, the reason why I said kanina, it's not for our sake. Kasi sa akin, ano ba naman pakialam ko kung hindi ako mag-prosper? Ano ba naman pakialam ko kung hindi ako mag-succeed? Kung alam ko naman ako'y pupunta sa langit. It's not necessarily for me. It's for the world. It's for the world. Or, or really, Pastor Tom, it's for the world, then why do you have to get a big house? Why do you have to get cars? Why do you have to get this and that? Well, if that, God, if that is what God wants you to enjoy, will you have to do anything to stop God from letting you enjoy because the Apostle Paul told Timothy that these are supposed, that God bless us para sa ating pag-enjoy. I think it's in First Timothy chapter 6, verse 17, that God blessed us richly for us to enjoy. I mean, your enjoyment, kung ano ang ini-enjoy mo ay maaring iba sa ini-enjoy ng ibang tao. Kaya hindi tayo pwede maging hadlang. Hindi tayo pwede maging killjoy. Kung kasi yan sa isang tao na siya ay magkaroon ng Lamborghini, ano yan sa'yo? Kung siya hindi naman nangutang sa'yo at nanghiram para sa kanyang monthly mortgage. Anong pakialam mo? Kung kasi para sa isang tao na siya ay tumira sa bahay na labing walong kwarto at dalawang put dalawang CR, Nakahanap na po ba kayo ng bahay na maraming kaysa mga kwarto? Kasi pag may guest, mas gusto lang doon na lumatulog sa sayana. I mean, yung blenes namin na bahay last week, I mean, I don't believe na yun, yun na talaga ang pinaka. But looking at it, 
mapapawaw ka. Wow! Wow! So I did not, hindi ko sinabihan ng owner, I mean, they were Christians, dahil hindi lang siguro silang papabless ng kalang bahay kung hindi sila Christians. Hindi, hindi ko nalipitan yung may-ari, the name ng lalaki, Mike, bakit kaya nagpabili ng, bakit kaya nagpatay ng ganito kalaking bahay? Di ba mga Kristiyano kayo? Bakit hindi lang kayo nagbigay sa church? Yung pera nila lang kayo Jesus. I mean, anong pakialam ko? That is for their family's enjoyment. They have two kids. I mean, that is for their families. If that, kung sa ganun paraan sila'y pinagpala ng Panginoon at hindi naman si Mike lumapit sa akin, Pastor Tom, pwedeng pahiram muna. Kinapos kasi ako. I mean, yung mga kahoy, si Pastora kasi mahilig sa kahoy. Yung mga kahoy na mga nara, original na nara. Pastor Tom, Kinapos kami yung isang step. Hindi ko mabayaran yung isang buong kahoy. Kinapos. Pwede pahiram muna para makumplito lang yung bahay. I mean, we were just rejoicing. We were just, wow. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, when you, when you go places like that, you need to begin to envision yourself having those or having something much better. And that's why yung lockdown is not really God's will. Because if the only thing you see is the four wall of your house, which you should be able to see beyond your house, that's why, I mean, we regularly bring people with us to the mission because we want you to see that the world is not just Santa Rosa. Kasi papano ka bibigyan ng vision ng Panginoon kung nandoon ka lamang sa loob ng iyong bahay? Papano ka bibigyan ng Panginoon ng vision kung ikaw ay nandoon lamang sa loob ng iyong kwarto? Now, dahil sa kasalanan, dumating yung curse. Pero alam natin na dahil kay Kristo, dumating yung blessing. So, kung ang curse ay threefold, Tinapatan ito ng threefold din na blessing. Bawat isa sa curse ay mayroong katapat. Now, of course, dapat na alam natin that the blessing is far greater than the curse. I mean, itong katotohanan na ito ay dapat na masettle sa ating mga puso, sa ating mga isipan. The blessing is far greater That's why there's nothing that the devil can harm you that when God turn your situation around, it will not be a testimony. I mean, it, no matter how, kahit kung ikaw ay dumating sa critical na condition. I mean, there's no such thing as the devil has brought you into a critical condition that when God turn around your situation, your testimony will be a lot bigger, will be a lot bigger and will be a lot stronger and more powerful than what the devil had done. And sometimes, nagkakandara pa tayo, nanganga pa tayo, natuturiti tayo, nangangamba tayo, natatakot tayo because we are facing some very critical situation when in fact that is an opportunity for God to be able to show you that His blessing is far greater than the curse. I, I, I wish we don't have to go through it. 
I mean, sana nga hindi natin pagdaanan. Pero nandito kasi tayo sa mundo. Hindi natin kontrolado ang mundo. Hindi natin kontrolado ang mga pangyayari. Pero kahit man anong mangyari sa atin, mayroon tayong kakayanan na alam natin, pinagkaloob ng Panginoon sa atin upang anuman kasama ang ginawa ng Diablo ay higit na magiging mas maganda ang gagawin ng Panginoon sa ating buhay at sa pamagitan ng ating buhay. I mean, small victory comes from small trials. Big victory comes from big trials. I mean, it's time, I mean, no matter how how much you have done to make your life a mess, I mean, turn your mess into message. Your test into testimonies. Your trials into triumph. Instead of having a pity party and saying, oh, kawawa naman ako. Mabait naman ako. Hindi naman ako parehas sa kanila. I started pointing your finger when in fact Christ had done everything for you. So poverty is part of the curse. And the Bible is clearly telling us, Christ has redeemed... Now, tingnan mo natin. English. English tayo. English. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. What does it mean? Anong ibig sabihin? The word redeem. Ano yan sa English? Is it past tense, future tense, present tense? He already had. You already are the redeemed. What are you doing still with your lack? I mean, nobody would enjoy lack. Nobody would enjoy poverty. I mean, that's the devil. Every curse is of the devil. It's not of God. So, kaya nga, when people believe that God wants them to be poor, it's almost like saying God wants them to be sick. I mean, don't tell me in my face that that is God. Because I can walk you upside your head and tell you it is not. You were redeemed from it. It doesn't say you are going to be redeemed. It says Christ has redeemed with ED. It's done. Just as your healing is a done deal, so is your prosperity. Hey, but Pastor Tom, I don't have the money. You need to start looking beyond your situation, your circumstance. I mean, every principle that we have talked about since healing, I mean, could be applied in the same, I mean, the same thing in, in prosperity. I mean, same principle. Kung hindi ka nag-struggle to get saved, why should you struggle to get your healing? Kung hindi ka mag-struggle to get your healing, why should you struggle to get your prosperity? You just simply believe and receive. And start, stop talking about what is not there. Start, start talking about, I mean, Romans chapter 4, calling those things that are not as though they already are. You don't have the money in your hand, but you are not calling what is not in your hand. You are calling what you believe you will be, you will have in your hand.
Christ has redeemed us from the curse. Curse is threefold. Spiritual death, sickness and disease, poverty. He redeemed us from all three. Did he redeem us so in order for us to, in order only for us to go to heaven? Did he redeem us from spiritual death para lang ba tayo mapunta sa langit? Was it the only purpose? Was it the only intention of God of why he redeemed us from spiritual death? If the only reason why God has redeemed us from spiritual death is to go for us to go to heaven, then we should be already in heaven. That's why one of the proof that heaven is real to you is you wanted to make it real to others. I really wonder if people are actually going to heaven when they, don't, when they are silent about telling others concerning heaven. If heaven is real to you, no one can shut your mouth up. If you really believe that heaven is the best place where you can go, I mean, you, you will even have to stop talking about how big your house is, how, how nice your cars are. You, you will even have to stop talking about it because heaven becomes so real to you that whoever you are talking to, Muslim, whoever you are talking to, believers, non-believers, there's just nothing that can stop you from talking with them, sharing with them about the reality of heaven in your life. Oh, but Pastor Tom, I may sound religious. I mean, religion don't want to talk about heaven. How many of you know that? So don't you ever think that they will say you are religious when you begin to talk about heaven because there's no religion on earth that actually talks about heaven. Oh, they might, it might be off of our conversation. Baka ito'y lihis aming pag-uusapan. I mean, if heaven is real to you, you're not going to be quiet about heaven. You're not going to be quiet about the streets of gold. You're not going to be quiet about precious stones, about unaika, about whatever. I mean, you can name all those precious stones. You cannot be quiet. You cannot be quiet about the glory of the Lord that is so shining, so radiant. I mean, that you cannot even focus because there is just so much. While everybody else in the world are in pain and in suffering, if, you, if we really are dead serious to bring hope to our nation, then we, are, we should be able to tell them about heaven. I, I cannot, hindi ko pwedeng questionin yung kaligtasan ng isang tao. Pero kung talagang gusto natin malaman ng isang tao ligtas, at sigurado siyang pupunta sa langit, sisiguruin niya na mayroon siyang mabibitbit na ibang tao pagdating ng araw. I don't think that we can be too selfish about heaven when we all know that heaven is for everybody. It's for everyone. I mean, maaring mayroon tayong makakatagpong kukontrat, hindi maniniwala, at tayo pagtatawanan. But, I mean, they did that to Jesus, but we should never be stopped. Of course, you, you, you may not be, maaring hindi ka pagtawanan in as far as salvation is concerned, I mean, from spiritual death, Maraming hindi ka masyadong pagtawanan as far as ceiling is concerned, but the subject na pagtatawanan ka is when you begin to talk about being rich. 
Very controversial. Especially in a country where we're in. I do not believe the Philippines is in, in, it belongs to the third world. I believe we belong to the first heavenly world. As long as we're here, the Lord will preserve this country. So prosperity is part of the blessing. Would you enjoy it? Will you have it now instead of just waiting it for, expecting it for later? Yes, we are expecting heaven, but we live our life as, as if we already are in heaven. Yes, we are expecting that we are healed. The manifestation may not be there, but we are already living as if we already are healed. Same is true with prosperity. Let me show you some of the few scriptures that will probably encourage you to believe for your prosperity. To believe for prosperity or to believe for your prosperity. Just a few scriptures. Actually, you don't need all of this because you can only have one word from heaven. It will literally change your life forever. Let's start with Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. I mean 28, I'm sorry. So before curse came into the world, there already was blessing. This was before sin. This was before men had created high treason against God. Verse 28 says, Then God blessed them. God did not curse them. God blessed them. And do you know that God blessing Adam means God blessing you and me? Because Adam represents the entire humanity. Then God blessed Adam, I mean blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Right there. Although, of course, this was the beginning, but habang nagpapatuloy ang tao'y nagkamali, ang tao'y nagkasala. But how many of you know that the plan of God did not change? Hindi po nagbago ang kalooban ng Painon. Just because man sinned, just because God rebelled against, man rebelled against God, you see, ang will ni God is fixed. Ang will ni God ay permanente. Genesis 26, verse 12 to 14. Actually, linaktawan lang natin sa Abraham. I mean, so many scriptures that deals with prosperity. Verse 12. Then Isaac sowed in that land and ripped in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. There you go again. The Lord 
blessed him. How many times does God want? How, how many times do we need to be blessed by God? Well, I believe we can be blessed by God as much as it would not be determined by God anymore. Hindi na ang Diyos ang magdedetermine how much bless He will He's going to bless us. It would be it would be up to us. How much blessed? How many, how many times do you want God to bless you? Well, as long as I live, I want God to bless me every single day of my life. So the Lord blessed Isaac. And what happened to him bless, being blessed by God? The man began to prosper. So mayroong starting point. Can you trace back? If not, then today should be your starting point. Can you trace back and say, this was the day that I have started, that I have begun to prosper. Now, if we cannot point out a day, if we cannot point out a time, if we cannot point out a place where you have begun to prosper, then you probably are in your journey and you are lost and you don't know where, where will you go. Can you remember? I mean, I've shared with you how did I started this journey of prosperity. I mean, I was. I mean, there was a challenge to give. There was a challenge to sow seed. In the time of famine, in the time of lack, in the time of scarcity, there was, just like the time of Isaac, he was in the time of famine. There was nothing. People are sowing seed. Nothing is coming out. And yet. Isaac sowed the seed. I mean, in the time of my famine, in the time of my lack, in the time of my scarcity, I had nothing. And yet there was something that the Lord had told me to sow. And really, minsan akong naulitin, that's why you don't get to hear me over and over again about this testimony, is because it's foolishness. I mean, kahangalan, kasiraan, kabaliwan. I mean, kukuha ka ng dahon sa isang pagkatapos yun ang lalagay mo sa offering basket na dadaan sa'yo. I mean, you would think you're crazy. But when you are desperate, when you are in dire need, you will do whatever it takes. Kahit kung ikaw ay pagtawanan, kahit kung ikaw ay lait-laitin, I mean, you know that you know you are not just doing it just for the sake of doing it. You've heard God. And that's why the devil won't be able to put anybody down when the man or the woman of God has the word from God. If you have thus saith the Lord, no devil of hell shall be able to put you down. No devil of hell shall be able to stop you. And so, what does one live cost? Hindi mo nga ito may sanla. 
Ay, kahit, kahit pa ngayon sa panahon ng mga plantito at plantita, they would not be interested with your isang dahon, kaprasong dahon. It really would not cost me nothing because I had nothing. But what cost a lot was to defy myself saying, you may look like you're foolish, you may look like you're out of your mind, it doesn't make sense. What cost was, the cost was my obedience to the word of the Lord. That was the beginning, that was the time that I began. I mean, after, after that day that I've sowed that seed. Never had, and never will be. I mean, never be broke another day in my life ever again. Never have to miss a meal, never have to struggle financially. I mean, I mentioned yesterday, one preacher said, the reason why you keep praying and praying and praying for your finances and you're struggling in your finances because you, you still don't know the principle of what does God says concerning financial prosperity. If you are a tither and a giver, you don't have to pray for your finances anymore. You don't have to struggle financially if you're a tither and a giver, if you're a generous giver. Now, that doesn't mean that the money would always come to you in advance when you need Him. Because, I mean, ang Panginoon, and God's timing is perfect. Minsan, He would bring things in advance a few times, but most of the time, He's just right on time. He's never late. The money is there when you need Him. And the reason why the money is not there is because you, didn't, you don't need it at the moment. You see, we would always say, God, I'm, I'm calling the money in now. I mean, you actually don't need it now because you, you will not need the money not until next month. Now, if the money will come now, God knows. You will use it for something else. God cannot be mocked. So He would give you the money now because God knows you don't need it. You might think, I, I need it so badly now, but you actually need it next month. And so you keep wrestling with God. God, no, no, no. God said, no, no. I understand, I know. I know what's going on. I know what's happening. Just let me handle this. Stop worrying. Stop being anxious. Because your anxiety, your worry, your fear might stop the blessing. The man begun. Oh, I pray that in this 22nd year of New Life Santa Rosa, I mean, you can keep, I mean, you, you could do things over and over again. You could start things all over again. I mean, we are not, that's not what we're going to do. We're not going to, do, to start things all over again. But we are going to start something else that will carry us and lead us to greater heights in financial blessings. I said we started this the very first day of 
when the church this started. Pastor Paul preached that day. I did the exhortation. We started talking about money. And I believe that was the very day that this church began to prosper. And it's no wonder why we're still here. It was the seed that was sown. Not just money, but sweat. I mean, energy and time have been invested, and that's why we're still here. I mean, it does not matter what the devil will try to, to do. I mean, he's not going to prosper. But I believe that our best days are not behind us. Our best days is right in front of us. So we could look at today as another starting point. We are going to begin again to prosper. You are going to begin again to prosper. But how do you know that that would be the day that you begin again? It's the day that you sow a seed that you have never sown before. I said, I mean, chinalins ko kayo kahapon, if you would come to attend the Holy Ghost Blast, purpose in your heart to honor the Lord with some special seed. And as we honor the Lord with some special seed, let it be the point of beginning of where you will begin to prosper. And you are not going to let anything stop you from continuing because Isaac, he did not only begun to prosper, but he continued prospering until he became very prosperous. For he had possessions of flocks and possession of herds and a great number of servants. I think kailangan natin maghanap ng lupa. I have a pastor friend in Bacolod who challenged me. Because right now, with everything that is happening, and he knew something about end times, na darating talagang araw na hindi ka na makakabili sa mga gusto mong bilhin at hindi ka na makakapagbinta, which it's not going to be full force while the church is still here. He said, what we're doing now is, he did, they did not buy, but they requested the government na bigyan sila ng lupa. Actually, they, the government gave them about 100 hectares. Actually, ang church ay nasa Bacolod City. So tinanong ko, asaan yung lupa na yun? Dahil sa aking pagkakaalam, walang ganong kalaking lupa sa Bacolod City. Yung 100 hectares. Well, it's about maybe one or two hours from Bacolod, nasa, nasa Kabangkalan. Kung familiar kayo sa Negros, nasa Kabangkalan. So nandoon, nandoon yung 100. Sabi ko, anong ginagamit nyo doon? Well, sabi nila, mayroon ng, sabi niya, mayroon nang nagtatayo doon ng church at mayroon nang mga nagtatrabaho, nagtatanim na ng mga puno. I mean, fruit bearing or anything so that when things, kung talagang lumala ang mangyayari sa mundo, ang aking mga members ay hindi magugutom. So he challenged me. Sabi ko, saan kaya ako makakahanap ng ganun kalagay? 
It's not for sale. It's government property but not being used. So if you could, if you could help us with this, I mean, it would be fine. I mean, ka ng mga... I mean, my friend had actually bought a 200, 250 acres of land para lamang sa kanyang mga baka. So darating ang panahon ng ang kaibigan ko ay hindi lang preacher, hindi lang paso, kundi ranchero. Although, ang what the, what, what the health ay hindi nag-encourage sa iyo na kumain ng karne. Pero sabi niya, I mean, ang mga bakang ito ay krenitl word. Kakain ako, gusto ayaw sa gusto niyo. Well, talagang pwede ka namang kumain ng karne, ng karne, siguraduin mo lang kung anong kinakain ng karne kinakain mo. Dahil kung anong kinakain ng karne kinakain mo, yun din ang kinakain mo. So, hindi, hindi feeds ang ipapakain. I'm, can you imagine how many, ilang baka, angus beef actually ang ilalagay niya doon. Ang, ang, angus cow. Yung isa sa mga mahal na klase ng baka. Can you imagine, ilang baka ang mailalagay mo sa 200 I mean, 260 plus acres. In hectares, I think that is 100, about 150 or 80 hectares. Pagkatapos sasabihin ng mga masasamang loob na ang mundo ay overpopulated at pagkatapos kapos sa pagkain, samantalang, I mean, kahit tayo, yun ang nakikita natin. Kawalan, kahirapan, kapos. Pero kung mayroon kang mata ng Panginoon, makikita mo ang kasaganaan sa kalagitnaan. So Isaac continued prospering until he became very prosperous. There's no stopping. Oh, Pastor Tom, I, I already have earned so much. I already have sowed so much seed in the church, in the kingdom. I think hindi na hindi ko na dadagdagan. There's no limit. There's no stopping. You begin to prosper, you continue prospering until you become very prosperous. Until you become owning, possessing lands, possessing many things. Until until you have many servants working for you. Until other people become envious at you. Not because that's what you are trying to do, but because They just don't know how much favor you are. Genesis 32, verse 12. Genesis 32, verse 12, in the Amplified. And you said, the Lord said, I will certainly make you prosper and make your descendants as numerous as the sand of the sea, which is too great to be counted. That's what God's saying. I will certainly make you prosper. That's why if God is telling us, I am going to do it, who am I to stop God from doing it? How many of you know that your unbelief can stop God from doing it? Your doubt, your fear, your feeling uncertain can... Can stop God from, 
If God said it, if God said I will do it, then let God do it. Because there is no government on earth that can prosper you. There is no business on earth that can prosper you. There is no institution on earth that can prosper you. God said, I will make you prosper. I mean, David did not even like it when people were trying to help him. Not that we have to refuse when somebody comes to help us, but we have to be very careful because some people na maaring tumutulong sa'yo, later on ay gagamitin nila laban sa'yo. And so what did Abraham said? No, no, no. I'm not taking anything that you're offering me. Because the day might come that you would say, ah, that's why. That's why. That's why. That's why he prospered. That's why he's blessed. That's why he succeeded. It was all because of me. Except when it comes to the word of God, I mean, there's no way that you can prosper without a man or a woman of God teaching you the word. I mean, Abraham said, no, 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 keep it. I'm not going to take it. I might be in need. I might need something. But I know. I know my God. And I would like to be known as the one who is prosperous because of God. I want to be known that is blessed because of God. It's not because of anybody. It's not even because of my associate. It's not even because of the kind of business. It's not even because of the degree I have. It's not even because of the place where I live. It's solely because it was God who made me to prosper. I mean, can we say it, can we say it boldly? I mean, I, I can say it boldly because looking back, really nothing. I could, I mean, nothing of me, nothing of anybody else. I could say, where I am at is purely because of God. He is the one who had made me the way I am today. I am not a self-made man. I am not a man-made man. I am a God-made man. And so I can boast about what God has done. I can boast about what God has begun to do. I can boast about what God is continually doing. And I can boast about what God is about to do. And knowing that the best is yet. I mean, the latter days of my life, the latter days of this church, the latter days of my family will be the best days. But I will not short-circuit that. I will not allow doubt. I will not allow unbelief. I will not allow anything para maputol. Ang sinabi ng Painun, I will, I will, I will, I will make, I will make, I will make, I will make. If God said I will make, then let him make. If God said I will make, then let, let him make. Don't, don't you even try to make something. Don't you, don't you even ask anybody to, do, to make it for you. If God said I will make, then let God. Do you think God needs help? Sakala niyo ba kailangan ng Diyos ang tulong? He doesn't need it. He can do Nothing is too difficult for God. Nothing is too hard for God. Nothing is impossible with God. Napakagandang subject. But uh, maliban lang sa ating napapakinggan and then sabi natin, we have faith, but there must be something in us that we need to do. We need to you know, mayroon tayong dapat gawin, mayroon dapat tayong putulin, mayroon tayong dapat gawin sa ating buhay for us to see this 
you know, a will ng Panginoon concerning prosper prosperity will become now a reality sa atin. Alright. Una, sa Genesis binanggit doon, God, I, God pronounced that word is already a blessing sa tao. Okay? God pronounced, I will, I will bless you. Okay? So, that's a blessing. Nagkamali ang tao, hindi nagustuhan ng Panginoon, nagalit ang Diyos, makikita, ngunit, wala siyang magagawa upang kunin uli kung ano ang bawiin. Tama, bawiin kung ano ang kanyang sinabi. Hindi na magagawa yan. Nasabi na yan. That's it. That's it. Okay? So, kumbaga, now, ako ay nandito na kay Kristo. Okay, we are redeemed. Praise God, ito ay foundation. Maintindihan natin ang pundasyon eh. Kailangan patitibayin ang ating pundasyon. We are already redeemed. Okay? Redeemed from the curse. So, prosperity tayo. You are already redeemed from poverty. That's part of the curse. Okay? So, meaning, wala ka na doon sa estado na yun. Wala ka na sa lugar ng poverty. You are already redeemed. This is now a new place for you. Dahil hindi naman gusto ng Panginoon, kaya nga sabi, lahat na ano kang mayroon before, ito ay completely gone. Kaya new creation ka. Wala ka na, kumbaga, completely changed ka. So, poverty, this place kung saan tayo dinala ng Panginoon is a place of prosperity. Okay? Listen to me. Place of prosperity. Now, alam mo, you've been hearing that I am redeemed. You've been saying, I am redeemed. If I am redeemed, I am, I am redeemed from poverty. Now, therefore, I am in the place of prosperity. Now, kung nandito ako sa lugar ng prosperity, because I am already the redeemed of the Lord, ang aking nakikita ay wala na doon. Are you with me? Ang aking nilalakaran ay hindi na place of poverty, scarcity, and lack. Ang aking iniisip ay wala na doon. Ang aking nakikita dito sa you know, lugar ng prosperity ay lahat ay sagana. Dahil ako ay lumalakad sa masagana. 99. Oh, Marcos. Okay? Marcos. Mali. Marcos. Masagana. Masagana. Walang lak. So, kung ito ang aking ito ang aking kinagagalawan dahil ako naniniwala na ito yun at ito ang gusto ng Panginoon. Ang aking lifestyle ay maiiba. Are you with me? Ang aking pamumuhay dito sa place of prosperity as a redeem ay hindi nakatulad nun nandoon ako. So therefore, tatanggalin ko ang utang after utang after utang after utang after utang after utang. Because if I am in the place of prosperity and I am the redeemed and in the lifestyle ko, walang pagkakaiba, I'm still in the curse. Are you with me? Nasa curse pa rin ako. So it won't work. Kaya ang kristyano nagiging laughing stock when it comes to that area. Are you with me? So, anong dapat gawin? We need to do something. 
And in that lifestyle, ikaw na ang magputol yan. Ikaw ang magputol para makita natin ang promise ng Panginoon sa atin. What is our, bakit ka nakakapangutang? Huwag tayong mamuhay beyond. Are you with me? Ito lang ako. I'm not saying I'm not prosperous. I'm not saying I'm not blessed. Kung ang buhay ko ay ito lang, kaysa compare sa iba, wala akong pakialam doon. As long I'm happy, as long na wala akong pangamba, walang masasabi ang mga tao sa akin, the testimony that I have, I keep. Listen to me, church. I believe with all of my heart. I mean, even before we're talking about prosperity, inside of me. That's why I'm telling Wanda, I need to work with this because I want to, I mean, the finances of the church because I'm believing inside that there's a financial breakthrough will come. In your house. Ayusin ninyo in that area of, you know, ang buhay ninyo. Kung mayroon, I mean, manatili ka. Minsan kasi natingin tayo sa iba. Pag natingin tayo sa iba, ah, mayroon silang ganun, mayroon silang ganun. Nainggit tayo. So because of inggit, that's a lifestyle eh. Nag you become to desire. And then nakikita mo ito, laa, ito ka lang. Then just allow God, pabayaan mo ang Panginoon ang magdala sa'yo to the next, huwag ang sarili mo ay magdala to that level. Na dinala mo ang sarili mo to that level and therefore it is your responsibility to take care of everything. That's why utang ka ng utang. Utang dito, bayad. Utang, bayad. Utang, bayad. Still, you are, you are living under the curse. Are you with me? Ayusin ang lahat. Ayokong mamis. There is because that's what the Word of God says. For us to experience glorious life. Kasama dito ang financial prosperity. Ayusin natin. Kung ito lang, ito lang. Huwag tayong mangutang para ipamudmud sa iba. Huwag tayong mangutang para ipasikat sa iba. Huwag tayong mangutang para makapaghanda tayo kung ano-ano-ano. Kung ano ang kaya mo. That's it. Pag nakita ng Diyos, gaano ka katapat, then let God now, God will come and God will make you prosperous. Huwag tayo. Kaya, kayo na nandito, at if even you are there, you know, joining us, ayusin nyo. Kung mayroon kayong nautangan, bayaran nyo kahit piso-piso, araw-araw. At least, bakit? Hindi ka pagpapalain because ang nautangan mo that day ay nakatulong sa'yo. Yun na lang. And then ngayon, ibabaliwala mo, paano kay bibless yan? Kahit anong bigay mo, giving, you know, you, yes, you are tithing, you are giving, you are giving, but still, di ba, di ba nagtataka, Lord, bakit ganito? Come on! Review! Bakit hindi ako makausad-usad? Bakit dito ako paikot-ikot para kung asong ulul? Dito lang. Consider your ways. Sure ito na pangako ng Panginoon eh. 
Kung tayo ay mamumuhay, na ito lang. Ito lang eh. Huwag mong sabihin faith because babalik din tayo sa faith. Hindi mo ma-exercise ang faith beyond your knowledge sa word. No, 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 no. Kaya dito tayo nalilin lang. Dito tayo naisan at tayo ay katawa-tawa. Kahiyahiya will not bring glory sa pangalan ng Panginoon. Mayroon pa tayong pagkakataon. Ayusin. I believe lahat ng tao. Ito ang kaasam-asam. We are desiring for financial prosperity. Tama po ba ako? How much we desire for this financial prosperity come to manifest, I tell you. Dahil hindi ka makakagalaw pag wala kang gulong. Tama ba? Kailangan natin may gulong. Paano lalaganap ang salita ng Diyos kung wala kang gulong? So, hayaan natin that our family, our children will experience this. this. We parents, ayusin natin. Balikan nyo. Kung mayroon kayong napag-utangan, bayaran nyo. Puntahan nyo. Ayusin nyo for you not to miss this financial prosperity that God is about to unleash and release to His people. Amen? Pundasyon, nasa foundation pa lang tayo. Redeem. Tingnan, gusto ko yun ang makita ninyo. I am now in the place of prosperity. And therefore, ito ako. I mean, we learned this in our, in our early Christian walk with God. Our walk with God. We learned this. I mean, wala kong pakialam sa mga tao. Ito lang ang mayroon ako, then I will use this. So, kumbaga, tawag yan, ang aking sinasabi at ang aking action at ang aking buhay ay dapat ko itugma. Magbibigay ako alam ko saan ang, ang kapasidad ko. Hindi ako magbibigay ng sobra para, you know, oh, ang galing noon, pero ako lang din ang maghihirap. Tama? Naintindihan ang point ko dito. So, kaya ang mga tao... They thought that we are really that. I mean, we are blessed. Wala ang ano doon. So dahil sa nakikita nila our word, our action, our lifestyle, nakikita na mga tao now, sila din ay nag-start, you know, uh, declaring sa amin. Itong mga milyonaryo. Itong mga milyonaryo. Itong mga milyonaryo. Itong mga milyonaryo. Bakit nasabi? Dahil pinapakita namin. So, yaan ang paniniwala namin? Okay? Yan ang stand namin? So, nakikita ng mga tao na hindi lang kami ang nagdi-declare. Other people are declaring with us now. Did you see that? Pero, kung sa tingin mo, ikaw ay parang, alam mo yon parang dunya, pero maraming mga tao nasasaktan dahil sa utang, 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 wala. Do you think pagpapalain ka? Huwag nating sayangin ang pagkakataon na binigay ng Panginoon sa atin. Amen? God, give us the grace. 
God give us the wisdom how to fix our life. Dahil ito-ito ang test eh, pagdating sa pera. But ito lang din na kami ni Pastor, very, very, we really observe this. Kung ang pira na yan ay para dyan, din para dyan. Mayroon kami pangangailangan dito, don't use that. Para yan dyan. Then God will provide a money kung ano ang kailangan namin. Huwag galawin. Dahil isa din yan na test. Pagkakatiwalaan ba tayo ng Panginoon? Pag nagkatiwalaan tayo ng maliit, even with that, sige nga, kung paano ka talaga mag-stand, huwag mong gamitin yan, huwag mong galawin yan. I mean, there are ministers, maraming mga pagkakataon na kanilang sinayang. Dahil pagdating sa wisdom how to use, ay nawawala. So again, Tingnan natin, we are already in this place. We are already redeemed from poverty. And therefore, mamuhay tayo na dito. Okay? Wala na. This is a curse ngayon. Dapat mawala kayo niyan. Yung utang ba? Nawalan. Mabilis tayo mag-isip, di ba? Utang agad, di ba? That the thought ay mabilis pumunta sa ating utak. Ah, utak ako. Huwag mo na. Hindi ka mawawala, hindi ka makakawala diyan. So, subukan mo. Tumayo ka. Ano man mangyari? Hindi ako, hindi na. Puputulin ko na 'to. I am already the redeemed of the Lord and these things sa amin, sa aking buhay need to stop. Dapat ito ay mapigilan ko. I will not. I will not go to anybody. Go. Ikaw, Panginoon, ang gagawa ng paraan. Amen? So para ayusin natin, ayusin natin. Sabi ko pa nga, kahit piso, araw-araw, araw-araw, at least umuusad. Bago matapos ang 2021, set free ka, come 2022, you will see. Alam mo yon? Okay ba yun? So, tingnan natin. Okay, yun, yun, paulit-ulit ko. Dahil, ah, if, if we can only see, <laughs> kung makikita lang natin kung ano ang sinasabi ng salita ng Diyos. Kung makikita lang natin at maintindihan natin. Now, you will see the reality ng salita ng Diyos. Amen? Amen? Lifestyle. Bayaran ang mga utang at huwag tayong mamuhay beyond ng means natin. Amen? Thank you. Dapat is isang session yun. Genesis 39 verse 3. And his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. 
This is talking about Joseph. You don't need, now I'm not saying that you don't necessarily need degree or whatever, but you only need God being with you. When you prosper, you make sure that it is the Lord who made you prosperous. Joshua 1.8, Amplified Classic. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, and that you may observe and do according to all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall deal wisely and have good success. Now, of course, alam natin na sa prosperity, there is the divine part, but there's also human part. But it does not matter kung ano yung part mo. You don't brag about it. You don't boast about your part. Kasi, kanina binanggit natin, God said, I will make you prosper. Pero dito sa Joshua said, you will make your way. So, of course, there's nothing that you can do for yourself. In your own strength and power, mabibigo ka lang. Making our way prosperous means we do exactly what God is telling us to do. We don't question God. We don't ask God why. We just do it. We may not be able to understand everything. Why do I have to pay my tithes? Why do I have to give? Why have... Why do I even have to give that one leaf? I mean, why, 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 why? Stop questioning. You don't get any answer from those questions. Start searching and start doing what God tells you to do. First Chronicles chapter 22, verse 13. First Chronicles chapter 22, verse 13. Then you will prosper if you take care to fulfill the statutes and judgments with which the Lord charged Moses concerning Israel. Be strong and have good courage. Do not fear nor be dismayed. Then you will prosper. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. So they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Abtikoa. And as they went up, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. Deuteronomy 29, verse 9. Deuteronomy 29, verse 9. Therefore keep the words of this covenant and do them that you may prosper in all that you do. You see, there's, there is divine part, there is human part. I mean, hindi ka pwedeng, oh, because God, it is God who's make, going to make me prosper, I don't have to do nothing. No. How many of you know that God hates lazy, laziness? Ayaw ng Panginoon ng pagiging batugan. Job 36, verse 11 and 12. Job 11, uh, 36, 11, and 12 in the classic, Amplified Classic. If they obey and serve Him, they shall spend their days in prosperity. Not just, not just one day a week, not just one month a year, but days, every single day. 
If they obey and serve Him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasantness and joy. But if they obey not, they shall perish. That's curse. They shall perish by the sword and they shall die in ignorance of true knowledge. Psalms 1.3 And he shall be like a tree, firmly planted and tended by the streams of water, ready to bring forth its fruit in its season. Its leaf also shall not fade or wither, and everything he does shall prosper and come to maturity. Psalms 35 verse 27 let them shout for joy and be glad who favor my righteous cause and let them say continually let the Lord be magnified who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. God is delight, delighted when you are prospering. That's why how can you say that it is the will of God for you to be poor? When God takes delight in the prosperity of his servants. Psalms 92 verse 12 to 14. In the Amplified. The righteous will flourish like the date palm. Long-lived, upright, and useful. They will grow like a cedar in Lebanon, majestic and stable. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God. Growing in grace, they will still thrive and bear fruit and prosper in old age. They will flourish and be vital and fresh, rich in trust and love and contentment. Psalms 108 verse 25, Amplified Classic. Save now, we beseech you, O Lord. Send now prosperity, O Lord, we beseech you. And give to us success. You don't need prosperity tomorrow. You need it now. And whatever prosperity, however prosperous you are now, let it bring you to your tomorrow. Jeremiah 29, 11, In the New International Version. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. You see, God does not have any plan concerning poverty for you. He never had a thought. It had never occurred in his mind. What he's thinking about you is prospering you. Iniisip ng Panginoon. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. In the Passion Translation. For you have experienced the extravagant grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That although he was infinitely rich. He impoverished himself for our sake. So that by his poverty we become rich beyond measure. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 8. In the Amplified Classic. And God is able to make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing, 
come to you in abundance so that you may always and under all circumstances and whatever the need be self-sufficient, possessing enough to require new aid or support and furnished in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. One last verse. Third John verse 2. Third John verse 2, 1, 2. Passion Translation said it this way. Beloved friend, I pray that you are prospering in every way. How does God want you to prosper? In every way. So don't just, don't just be satisfied with spiritual prosperity or don't just be satisfied with just financial prosperity because God wants us to prosper in every way. I pray that you are prospering in every way and that you continually enjoy good health just as your soul is prospering. I mean, ito'y iilan lamang sa mga scripture na pwede nating panghawakan at pwede natin tayuan. Na kahit anuman mangyari, I mean, the world is not getting any better. You see, what is happening right now because of sa taas ng presyo ng commodities, sa taas ng presyo ng medication, sa lahat ng presyo, I mean, lahat ay mataas. I mean, you know where the money is going? It's going into the hands of the cabal. Sino sa palagay niyo ang yumayama at kumikita sa pagkamahal-mahal na rindisiber at pagkamahal-mahal ng tusi it goes into the hands of the wicked. But we should not be moved. Because the Bible tells us, if I may give you one more scripture, the Bible tells us that there will be a transfer of wealth. And I believe this is going to happen between now and the rapture. You know why? Because Jesus is not coming back for a poor destitute, broke church. He's coming back for a wealthy church. Not just wealthy, but healthy and every way. So he's not coming back for a church that has no money. He's not coming back for a church that could hardly buy a piece of property. He's not coming back for a church that, that is just hoping and wishing and and continuously praying that they would have the best instrument or equipments in the church. I believe Jesus Christ, when he comes back, he will find the church having the abundance. How many of you know, I mean, Maganda na ikaw ay pumunta dito, you appreciate yung ganda ng building sa loob. But how many of you know, na if you're going to look up, it's a, I mean, upstairs to me is a sore in the eye. It's a pain in the neck. As a matter of fact, identify tayo dito eh. Kung may nagtatanong saan ka punta, ah, dyan sa building na hindi pa tapos, Now, of course, it doesn't matter if Jesus will come back without 
hindi tapos yung hindi. But I believe, I mean, that one will be furnished and we're going to buy a bigger one and build a bigger one. And buy, bibili tayo para sa ibang mga churches. I mean, that's the kind of church I believe Jesus is coming back for the rapture. Hallelujah. There is so much prosperity. There's, there's lots of money in the world. Ang tatay kong si Abraham, super blessed. And he did not take anything with him. He actually left everything. And the reason why he left everything was for me. He left everything for you. Solomon was so rich. He was so wealthy. And he did not take anything with him when he died. And the reason why he left them all was because in the plan of God, you and I a kasama doon. And God's plan for all of us is to prosper. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. Lord, we could say that this is not something, this is not the first time that we have got to talk about this subject. Because we've been actually talking about this from the very start. But your word, alam kasi namin, Lord, that your word never changed. Heaven and earth will pass away. But your word will remain forever. People would even come and would even go. But your word will remain forever. And so we are expecting, Lord, that everything written on the pages of this book will come alive. First in our hearts and then in the natural realm. Lord, we understand That the very purpose of why you want all of us to prosper is not so we could just take care of ourselves. It's not just so we have food on the table. We understand that there is hunger going on all around the world. And many tables doesn't have any food. And so it would, not, it would not be heavy for us if we would be the one who would take the responsibility to place food on the table of a family na pinagkaitan sa buhay. Naintindihan po namin that the reason why you have blessed Abraham so that he could become a blessing to the nations of the earth. Maaring napakalaki ang mundo that we would become a blessing to all the nations of the earth. But we believe that the Philippines is not big enough that you would even use us to become a blessing 
to every city, to every town, to every region, to every province, until the entire nation is blessed by us. Or you have blessed the nation through us. But how can we even become a blessing when we are not blessed? How can we even help other people to prosper when we are not prosperous? And so we believe, Lord, because we are the ones who first the word of God. I mean, this is firsthand that you brought this word to us. And so it has to begin. Everything has to begin with us. The prosperity has to begin with us. In our heart first, and then in our mind, and then in our finances, in the spiritual realm, in the soulless realm, and then in the natural realm. And then we can say that we are prosperous in every way. And because we are living our life that way, surely we become a blessing to our world, to our city, to our community. You never had intended for anybody, any child of God to become beggars. David said, I have been young and now I am old. I have never seen a righteous man forsaken by God. Nor begging bread. Because we are blessed. Supernaturally blessed. Abundantly blessed. Beyond measure, the Word of God says. But we understand we also have our part to play. We have our part to play. We have to carefully do what you have instructed us to do. We have to keep your commandments and your statutes. We have to obey. Even when what you are telling us to do looks foolish. Even when what you are telling us to do doesn't necessarily make sense. Even if what you are telling us to do we don't fully understand. We trust you enough that we know you are not going to hurt us or harm us because your word says your plans is to prosper us. So in the middle of not being able to comprehend and understand everything that you're telling us and yet we are still trusting you, that is where our financial breakthrough will take place. For we know it's not by the intelligence of man. It's not by the ability of man. It's not by might. It's not but by power, but it is by the Holy Spirit. And so, Father, we thank you. We thank you for stirring up our hearts. Thank you for reminding us. Thank you for making many things become so clear. Maging malinaw na ang lahat ng pag-alinlangan at pagdududa ay nahahawi at naaalis. Because we purpose in our heart, we are not going to give place to unbelief and doubt. We will only believe everything that the Lord will tell us. That's why, Lord, you can say it on. You can speak. You can reveal. You can do. And we would say, yes, Lord. Yes to you. 
Rabasoto cobre me seke la barra bashi. Lamasoto roboble becaredera mam rabababurudo cotorobonde. Halamas seke teredera boble becorodora babra bacarayande. Lora bababurudo cotorodoble becarabole becarabola bacarayande. Labasoto rodori becarodola bacarayande necaraboble becarabola bacarayande. Lora bababu so cotorodori becarede la mamma mroda kerabande. Labasoto rodoble becaradola bababababandiri. Labaro do 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 cotoro do de becarado la bacariande de carabonde. La masoto roboble becarado le becarabonde le carabonde. Lord, let your word sink deep inside of us. Let it sink deep inside. So that whenever the time comes that we needed them, we could easily draw something from what has been planted deep inside our hearts. We thank you. First of all, we would like to acknowledge that your word has brought about change in our hearts. We are no longer the same. We won't go back. We're not backing off. We're moving forward. We are advancing. And we are making the necessary progress there is. And so we believe, Lord God, that in this journey that we're going to take with you, you will lead us to a land that flows literally with milk and honey. It would not just be figuratively, but it would be, in a way, it's there. We're no longer spying out the land. We already know what does the land contains with. And none of us would be part of the ten that even though they were given the opportunity to see the land first, ahead of everybody else, they, they still talk about how impossible Yes, we know in the natural realm there is impossibility. But if we can take the spiritual realm into the realm of the natural, then whatever seems to be impossible will be made possible. Because hindi lamang po sa iyo, Panginoon, ay walang imposible, kundi kami na rin po na nananalig at nagtitiwala sa iyo ay wala din pong imposible sa amin. Marami po salamat. That if this is the day where we are starting and beginning to prosper because of our obedience, because of the act of obeying your word, I thank you that it will be recorded in history that today, this day, November the 3rd, was the day that we have begun again to prosper. And from here, we will continue to prosper until we become very prosperous. We have more than enough to give and to supply to whatever need, whatever need there is in the kingdom and in the church. Lord, we thank you for counting on us. Lord, we thank you for the privilege. Thank you for the honor. 
Sino nga ba po kami? Samantalang hindi naman po kami ang mga pinakamagagaling at pinakamamatalino at pinakamayaman. Pero bakit nga ba kami ang pinili mo? Lord, maraming maraming pong salamat na kami ay magiging kabahagi. Hindi lamang ng greatest harvest of finances, but kami ay magiging kabahagi ng greatest harvest of souls, greatest harvest of signs, wonders, and miracles. And all of these three, Lord God, will happen right before our very eyes. None of us would miss it. Hindi lamang po nakarinig kami nito, kundi kami makakita nito. Hindi po kami katulad ng servant ng king na nung mayroong nagsabi, ang propeta ay nagsabi na mayroong pagkain doon sa loob ng kampo ng kalaban, ay sinabi na imposible yan. Mamamatay na lamang tayo. At ang propeta ay nagsabi, makikita mo lamang ito pero hindi ka makakatikim. Kinabukasan, paglipas ng araw, ganun nga nangyari. Ang servant ng hari, nakita niya ang kasaganaan na mayroon doon, pero dahil sa kanyang pag-alinlangan, dahil sa kanyang pagdududa, ay namatay siya at hindi niya napakinabangan. Ngunit, ang apat na mga may kitong ay nakapag-enjoy ng kasaganaan even before their death had come. Lord, we thank you. Very critical, very crucial our time today. And you are ready to release something into our lives, into the church, and even something that have been stored for too long that you want to release into the whole earth. Because by releasing this, then everyone will know that you are God and there is no other else. Father, we thank you how blessed we are to be chosen, how blessed we are to be handpicked by God out from millions and even billions of people. We delight in you and we will always follow you. We thank you, Lord God, even for the opportunity to sow seed. Lord, these are not just any ordinary seed. These are not just any other seed that we took and picked up sa aming bahay or from our wallets. Lord, this is very special. It means so much to us. And I know that whatever we give you, when it means so much to us, it will mean so much to you. And therefore, you will release into our hands whatever means so much to you. We thank you, we honor you, we bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to our podcast. To stay connected, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or even at our website, newlifesanterosa.com. This is Pastor Tom Molina. Join us again next time. We love you. Bye-bye.